to the LALA podcast for Bleep. I'm Steve Nolan and this month we've got a show of two halves for you starting off with a mix that goes through some of the more plaintive sides of the Bleep catalogue over the years and then following up with a sharp gear change where high energy disco funksters Den Han are talking to Sam Willis at the end of the show but let's not mess around. Here's the mix right away and this is a track from Valley.
This is Michaela Melian with her cover of Roxy Music's A Song for Europe, which is from her 2004 Baden Baden album on Monica Enterprise, which can be picked up over at bleep.com along with all the music in this month's podcast. Uh, just simply go to the podcast page and it'll show you where to go. You are now listening to the Bleep Podcast.
This is the Hardway Brothers and their gloriously sleazy track, Cruising. I'm going to stay on a sleazy tack to end the show as I hand over to Sam uh, for an interview with Glaswegian duo Den Han, who've been killing it on the dance floor for a few years now with their mix of high energy and metallo flavoured stompers. Sam had a chat with them in advance of their debut album, Gods from Outer Space, which hits at the end of next month. But uh, just for me to say, take care till next month uh, when we'll be back with more Alayalay fun on Bleep.com. And until then, here's Sam with Den Han. Goodbye. The ethos of Den Han, even from the beginning, was purely to have fun. There's far too much of, well, serious music that I've always yeah. felt kind of thing, and yeah, there's yeah. enough of that. And there's not enough fun you know, in the music. Does being from Glasgow have an impact on your music in that way? Because obviously it's famously a very kind of vibrant and kind of a hedonistic kind of place. Obviously you're good friends with the Optimo guys and have had a connection there. Has the nightlife of the city had any impact on what you do? Yeah, I think so. I think the, sort of the music within Glasgow has always been a big thing because we always have to try and find things to do indoors because it's always really crap weather outside. Yeah. So it's basically everyone spends their time inside, whether that be yourself with, with your pals. I think you think wherever you go, there's, there's scenes. But in Glasgow, there's scenes, but all the scenes kind of cross because it's such a small place. Every sort of genre sort of crossbreeds in some way, shape or form. Have there been any particular musical uh, characters who have been an inspiration on the record? Freddie Mercury. That's <laughs> obviously what kind of lends into the vocal stylings. And then... Um, you know, the more kind of obvious stuff, so like that kind of Patrick Cowley, Cesco Bialy and people like that. Well, it's definitely a bit of Van Gelis and a bit of John Carpenter in there. And also a lot, a lot of the, you know, the earlier, you know, Italo stuff is, you know, the kind of the songwriting and actual, um, uh, you know, concepts for the songs. People weren't afraid to write about the most, you know, ridiculous, sort of bizarre things that people nowadays would just, you know, frown at and think, you know, well, why the hell are you writing a song about that? Whereas it was just the kind of norm back then and people didn't really care as much, which I think, you know, it's kind of been lost nowadays. And uh, and also, the, you know, the productions themselves were, you know, quite experimental because there probably wasn't, you know, a lot of money behind them. Uh, it was also at the time of a lot of new equipment coming out as yeah. well, you know, yeah. so. So people would maybe not know how to work, you know, a synthesizer or something. And, you know, they'd learn on the job sort of thing and, you know, you get at least quite far out tracks. You could look at it as being badly produced but then it ends up being a total classic. the album so heavily relied on the, the Jupiter 8 ultimate 80s machine got such a rich sound although I like the Juno it's something simpler about it but I suppose it's like it's wee brother yeah yeah the, yeah, the Juno Juno 60 the Juno 6 you know they're both iconic synthesizers just for the, the sound they featured on so many records and uh, yeah they're very both of them are really integral you know, machines on, on you know comes to our, our music so what are your plans for the future Basically, we're just developing the live set now uh, to tie in with the album. Uh, you know, just we want to get out on the road as much as possible. Um, you know, got a guy working on the visuals for us now as well as opposed to us doing it. Yeah, it's a lot of the kind of you know the Ron Hayes style, uh, you know, audio visual stuff from, from from the same sort of era that, that where our music is sort of influenced yeah, by. Influenced by. Well, it originally started with um, this uh, sort of religious group called the Unarians. They have this uh, Bible story essentially on DVD. <laughs> it's the most one of the most amazing films. It was made in like 1972, and it, and our live set has sort of featured that pretty heavily over the last two years. Um, so it's stuff going along in the same sort of realm as that. We we came, we came up with a sort of concept for the album originally, you know, based around the Gods from Outer Space theme, which is Eric von Daniken's book called Return to the Stars, and it's this sort of ancient aliens 
theory book. We, we actually came up with a story that sort of tied in with the whole album. It got a bit out of hand and we decided that it was getting a bit too sort of uh, conceptualised and... Um, ended up being a 36 page comic. Yeah, yeah, we, we wrote a whole story, uh, which, I don't know, we might do something with it at some point, you know, just for a laugh. So tell us a bit about Night Shift, the single. Is there any particular story behind the, the music itself, though? In, in terms of Night Shift, was there ever a particular film or anything behind it that kind of inspired no, it? Not really. It was just about the Night Shift. People could be anything, really. Um, I know it gets construed as it's uh, like about a prostitute, but it's not really. It was more kind of. It's just yeah, people like you know stacking shelves in supermarkets. Just a real kind of you know worker song, but but at the same time you know you could also, it's also like you know people are out and about and they're you know having a good time. Know, until the early hours of the morning and, and we play live it's definitely probably our best received track you know it's a really good sort of just party party track it's immediate you know you immediately just know exactly what's going on and you know we certainly have a lot of fun performing it so it seemed like the obvious choice to, to make the single you know Ooh, every night you make me work until it's light to the break of dawn I've been given all I've got Break 